Hello and welcome to a podcast. We start another week of these, just going through the newspapers, getting some silliness. And uh, who knows, there might be big interviews. If you missed Dr. Hilary Jones, a couple of podcasts back, I think it was a good listen, so you can uh, get more of that. This is the thing with podcasts, they're available forever until the internet decides to delete them because no one's downloaded them for 20 years. That'll happen at some point. But here's what we did on the radio earlier today. Coming up on the show today, my uh, in-studio live guest with no delay will be actress Miriam Margul... Margul... No? We're not allowed her on. Not without a delay. Oh. You know what? Probably for the best. Are you sure? Because we could get the bleep machine. No, we're apparently not even the bleep machine. So that's not happening on the show. What is happening on the show is... Um, I found a way that you could get away with stuff in supermarkets. That's good. Larry's got entertainment news shortly for us. Uh, Martin sent me a thing about taxing cows, so we'll look at that. And it's Strictly Watch, of course. Did you watch Strictly over the weekend? Neither did I. So we'll do Strictly Watch on the way in a little bit. Just stop oil protesters through soup at a Van Gogh painting. And I don't know if you had the same response that I did. I thought, this cost of living crisis is so bad, I might just go and dress up as a Van Gogh and wait there with my mouth open. Throwing food, I'll have some of that. Ooh, I love a bit of soup. Then the next day, some vegan protesters were in shops like Mark Spencer just pouring milk all over the floor. Lots of people were upset about it, but, you know, no point crying over it. <clears throat> but it did mean that I came up with an idea. Here's my, listen to my idea, right? I'm not always good in a supermarket with the trolley. I tend to bump into things quite a lot. And so over the weekend, I was in an Aldi, walking around. I find those, those aisles... Easier than some, but still, sometimes I they don't stack things right, in my opinion. And I bumped my trolley into one of the stacked areas of foods, and it knocked off some eggs onto the floor. And I thought, I'm going to have to pay for this, aren't I? I'm going to have to pay for six eggs. And then it dawned on me. I just shouted, stop using oil, and ran out. And free. It's how you do it these days. If ever you spill anything, don't worry about paying for it. Pretend it's a protest. There you go. Another, another money-saving tip from Dr. Stephen Allen entertainment news for more on that it's my friend who knows what he's talking about it's larry hello hey stevie larry good to hear from you what have you got for us this time whoopi goldberg is gonna star in another sister act film this cost of living crisis means that even she has to pick up extra work i'm doomed but this is big news stevie it's 30 years since the first one wow at this rate by the time they do the fourth one she'll be 105 be more than just this third one. Oh, definitely. Once you start making Sister Act films, you find it very hard to stop. Really? Yep. Yeah, once you get in the habit. <clears throat> oh, Stevie. I know. I'm sorry. I. It's been a long weekend. Listen, thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. And I feel like we should have a dedicated music bed for this, because we don't, which is why this weird one fades in, but um, I feel that we should, because we've now, for quite a while, been doing our regular feature... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. I don't watch Strictly, but I want to do a feature on radio because I get to mention that I know one of the contestants. Ellie Taylor's on it. Not heard from her since she's... In fact, someone said to me the other day, Gee, have you been getting updates? And of course she's not going to message me. She's busy. She's launching a career. If my career was taken off like that, you'd never hear from me again. So... But to try and name drop, I do a regular feature where I get to mention that I know someone who's on Strictly. Um, Martin sends me a tweet, hashtag Strictly Watch, and says, Johannes, is that how you say it? Johannes milks a plastic vow. Eh? An Ellie herds CGI sheep. 
And that's, I don't, I didn't watch it. So I don't, if, is that what happened? I don't know. And then he sends another one saying, she danced really well too, by the way, 7878. Is that the score or is that the genre of music? Playing music on 78s, that would be easy. Anyway, I don't know what any of that means, but it doesn't matter, because technically, we've just managed to do a Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. So it's not too long until we're heading up to Halloween. And have you already picked out your outfits for any fancy dress? We should do a fancy dress radio show, shouldn't we? No, I know no one can see. That's the whole point. I won't have to bother. But there's a thing in the news about different outfits. It is weird that Halloween meant to be about ghosts and things, and then for some reason we go from ghosts to people dressing up as sexy nuns. I don't really... wait. Or nurses. Nurses aren't ghosts, are they? It, has the NHS got to recruiting ghost nuns? Sorry, ghost nurses. Actually, that's not a bad idea for a film. Don't sh forget I said that. Write that down. I'm going to write ghost nurse. But it's weird that everyone tries to do, like, raunchy outfit versions. Like... Sexy Dracula, sexy nurse. It's, it's about ghosts. What's wrong with you? It's meant to be terrifying. But anyway, new piece of research has come out saying what is the hottest of all the different Halloween costumes. And it says in the newspaper, saucy revelers have revealed the Halloween costume that really gets them going. The hottest is the mummy. I mean, step mummy, maybe, but I don't know if... Oh, no, I see what they mean. This was sent in by Martin about, and it was a while ago, because I didn't really believe it's a story, and then it cropped up in the newspapers, about how in New Zealand, they're trying to get to grips with the issue of greenhouse gases. And it's not just about not burning as much stuff. If you burn a hydrocarbon, then one of the outputs is water. No one minds that. We'd love a bit of water, especially in the UK. And the other um, re uh, product of this reaction is carbon dioxide. And that's a greenhouse gas because it can absorb photons and emit them, which means the light energy turns into heat energy. I think I'm over-explaining it. But there's also a problem with methane. And apparently sheep and cows burping and breaking the wind. They cause problems with that. What are you going to do? Give them charcoal tablets, some settlers' tums? Not going to help. Put nappies on them? I don't know. But there's a plan in New Zealand. But this is the weird thing. It's the sheep and cow trumps and burps are to be taxed in a bid to cut greenhouse gases in New Zealand. I don't understand that because I know how tax works, right? I earn a certain amount of money and the government takes a slice of that. So if a if a cow lets rip, the New Zealand government wants 23% of that after the basic allowance? What? You're gonna need a big bottle. Sometimes I don't really know what's going on in the world about recycling. And no one's really talking, everyone's telling us we need to recycle. Oh, don't get me wrong. You can't see David Attenborough talk about an animal without feeling some sort of guilt for using plastic in your life at some stage. But... And then they changed all of the straws to cardboard straws. That's what I don't get. Not having plastic straws, I'm on board, mate. But let's make them out of paper. Wait a minute, have you ever met paper before? What's the one thing that paper is notoriously not good at? Dealing with water? Mm, yep. Anyway. Um, Brits are apparently still scratching their heads when it comes to recycling. The majority of households are trying to recycle items that could not go into eco-friendly bins. I do struggle to know what goes where. I mean, some of them... There was a thing I heard once about cardboard. You can't recycle it if it's got grease on it, which means the top half of the pizza box, yes, but the bottom, no. Sometimes it's easy just to smear grease on the top just to mean you don't have to make a decision. And then there are different types of plastics which are differently recyclable. But there are some people in this country who have 
they live in an area where they have a recycling bin. Because different areas have different numbers of bins, don't they? Like when I used to live up north, we had about 15 different bins. But some of them just have one bin for recycling. One for waste, one for recycling. And someone goes through and sorts out that recycling. You know that person who's sorting out the recycling? If you could separate out household waste from there, we could go back to having one bin and f weekly collections again. Am I the only one thinking this makes sense? Looks around, turns out, yeah. I'll go back to drinking from soggy straws. Brilliant. I thought I didn't really know what a dad bod is. Never really looked into it before. But now that I'm a dad, I thought I'd check it out. Good news, it says in the papers. Dad bods are in big demand. Slobby blokes are being signed up to work as butlers at raunchy hen nights. The lucky lads could make hundreds of pounds per bash. I didn't realise you are going to get hit. I don't mind. Well, either way, I'm there. Party firm Last Night of Freedom is offering a service to women who want real men um, to, you know, go and be butlers for the, the hen night. I mean, I hate. As a stand-up comedian, hen nights are our natural predator. If you walk out, you see the L plates. You think, oh, here we go. L plates. Some of them look like they could sit there advanced. Um, but apparently... If you're a man who has, you know, some slobbishness to about them, you can earn some extra money. There you go. So that, I didn't realise a dad bod is a body that's out of shape. Because I thought maybe I have one of these now I'm a dad. Turns out I've always had one of these. I was born for this. It's time 107.5. And that's your podcast done and dusted for another day. Uh, subscribe to wherever you found this. That'd be really nice of you. And because well, we keep churning them out and they're only about 10, 11 minutes, a little bit of news story and then move on with your life. Well, yeah, well, what do you want out like? There you go. It's good, isn't it? It's what we need. So get subscribed. Send me a tweet or a whatever to at Mr. Stephen Allen. It tends to be that username on most social media platforms. And until next time, bye.